Hello everyone, it's Britt, the Petite Polymath. I'm taking a break from the usual book review podcast because I realize we're ending a decade and I want to talk about music. Um, we'll see if I can keep it relatively short. Um, I wrote a lot of notes, so we'll see how it goes. Stay tuned. Okay, so hello everyone. I'm taking a break from the current plan to do a music review um, of kind of the music over the last decade that's been released in the last decade that has um, impacted my life in some meaningful way or that I recommend to other people to listen to. So uh, why don't we just get right into it? Um, So my initial thought was to do an album and then I thought, oh, that's too restrictive because, you know, I don't know if anyone else is like me, but I feel like as we have gotten more and more into streaming and further away from going to the album store and buying a CD, I mean, I, you know, those of us out there who love music, I'm sure still do this or love having a record player and probably buy some things on vinyl. But uh, in that way, because of streaming, people kind of pick and choose tracks and sometimes things aren't listened to from the beginning to end like they used to be Um, and we can skip songs and we can buy particular songs and so there's some albums where when I was trudging through all the music that I have loved um, I might maybe didn't think that the album was like that woo to me but there was a song or two that really stood out I tried to be very intentional and not focus on those So it's more of musicians with an album that came out in the last 10 years, from 2010 to 2019, present, um, that have had some impact on me or have kind of been a bit of a zeitgeist um, for my life. So the first person I wrote down was Stars. Um, They are a Canadian band. I remember listening to them for the first time in college in my music... um, radio station DJ times when I had to program CDs. Uh, So there was an album that came out in 2012 called The North with like a song that stands out to me in particular called Hold On When You Give Love. Um, This band is known for being very kind of emotional, maybe on the melancholy side at times, very, you know, love-worn, broken heart, maybe a bit of a finger in the air to you if you screwed them over. Um, The North talks a lot about what it's like to grow up, look back at people that maybe you remembered from high school that turned out better or worse than you imagined. Theory of Relativity, the opening song, talks a lot about this. And then there's the ending song on the album called Walls. is something that you just should be driving at night listening to. I saw them in a concert, I think, during my intern year, maybe my second year of residency. I'd moved from Nashville to Philadelphia, and I came back to meet up with some girlfriends. We all really loved this band. One of the best shows I've seen. And now that I'm thinking some of the people on this list are people I saw live, which I think kind of solidified um, the emotional connection that I have with their music. Um, But if you want something kind of indie rock that's easy to listen to, the North is a really great album. Then we've got D'Angelo's Black Messiah. So 2014, um, 
if you remember, D'Angelo kind of disappeared after having, I don't know if a breakdown would be the way to describe it, or just maybe complete and utter draining of any sort of desire to be in the, under the public eye or scrutiny after How Does It Feel? I think he picked up some weight, and if you remember that music video where he was, you know, bare, um, I think there was a lot of pressure and a lot of objectification, which maybe um, he as a man had not experienced up to that point. So he disappears for a while, probably still making music, but just really like under the radar. And then this album comes out. I think Questlove plays the drums on it. It is jazz and funk and if you remember 2014, um, that was the year that we had the Ferguson protest and Eric Garner um, was killed. And so there was a lot of stuff bubbling up to the surface. Um, I lived in Manhattan at the time and my friend Sharika actually took me along with her to see him play live. This album was so good. He played it from start to finish at a show and it was flawless. Um, that was an interesting time because there were a lot of protests even in the city while I was there. I think I lost a lot of friends from my time growing up <laughs> because I became way more vocal about what it meant to be black in America, even if people just thought that like you were one of them, whatever that means. Um, and this idea of colorblindness not holding any sort of weight. Um, was very much the feeling of, I think, that year and the year after as we were heading into the elections of our current president. Uh, so if you want the beginning of kind of, you know, protest music, um, I think this is an album that, that matches that. Um, the song Till It's Done, exquisite. You might get chills listening to it. Uh, my next list, or my next one on the list, David Bowie. Black Star um, to the 2016, which is the year that Bowie died. This album came out, I think, right around the time that he died. I was very saddened by his death, and if you remember, Prince was also not very far from him in death. Um, shockingly, David Bowie didn't listen to any rock and roll while he was preparing for this album, and was heavily influenced by Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. Kendrick gets a lot of attention. Um, in this last decade for me. Uh, and so the album is, it has heaviness. I think there's a song called Lazarus. I wanna say it might be the third track on the album um, that almost seems a bit premonitory about his upcoming death. We know that Bowie had cancer, so it wasn't like dying was a surprise to him. And he just had kind of held that closely with his loved ones. Um, the album is, I think, a very beautiful finish to a life of incredible creativity and some of the most, my goodness, um, impactful music that we've ever had. I mean, you know, across decades, across generations, in the pop lexicon, um, a man that I'm really sad that I never got to see perform. So, okay, K Tronada. So 99.9% one of the best dance albums ever. He's Haitian-Canadian, fantastic DJ, has people on his tracks from Anderson Pock to Craig David to um, Sid from the Internet, Little Dragon. The album seems kind of conceptual, maybe like you're in a car driving. 
it was uh, done in 2016. Every song is awesome. They flow straight through. Um, but the ones that stand out to me are um, Glowed Up, Together, and You're the One. He just released another album called Bubba, like last Friday, and it is so much fun, and it is a little chiller than, than this one. I also happened to see him do a DJ set in Miami at a music festival, one of the best dance parties I've ever been to. Everyone in that room was moving the entire time. I think I made new friends. Um, it was maybe one or two in the morning. I did not feel the time at all because I'm old now and I can't stay up like that anymore. But it was one of the best dance parties I've, I've gone to. Solange, also in 2016, little sister of Beyonce, um, does A Seat at the Table, adding to our list of protest music. Um, the song Weary and the song Cranes in the Sky are two that stand out to me. Uh, she has her own way of making music. Um, this album is kind of scattered with, I think, some dialogue from her family, her mother, her father, um, also Master P, um, who I think has been a mentor for her, um, and is from New Orleans, which is where um, Beyonce's mother's family, I believe, is from, and they're from Houston. Um, talk about what it means to be black and successful in America, about preconceived ideas of beauty, about the, um, the emotional labor of being tokenized or um, your culture being lauded, but the people who create the culture being disregarded. It resonated with me a lot um, as I kind of did my own internal work um, about my life. Kendrick Lamar. So, he shows up, 2011, first album, Section 80, breakout, song ADHD, kind of heralding to children of the 1980s crack epidemic, now coming of age and dealing with the drug abuse of their parents and project living and, and inner city living. Then we get 2015, I think, is, I think, or it might be 2012, I might have it swapped is um, Good Kid, Mad City. The whole album is perfection, and it also should be listened to from start to finish um, of a kid just navigating his life in the inner city in California. I want to say Compton. Um, all the things he gets in and out of and how he wants to be better than his environment, but how well that goes is debatable. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly, protest music again. I remember walking through the, sit the city, in New York City, with my headphones on, listening to this whole album. It is an homage to jazz, um, a very free form. It's like spoken word poetry all the way through it. And Kendrick ultimately won, you know, won a Pulitzer Prize, so there we go. Um, and then Damn, which came out in 2017. He also did the Black Panther soundtrack, which is so much fun. Um, he is someone who has professed his faith um, I think it can be very hard for um, traditional Christians to handle this because, you know, his mouth is not necessarily the cleanest. And I would say, in a caveat for all the music I've listed, I have an ability to disconnect from <laughs> knee-jerking at crassness and being able to figure out the context for why people use the language they use. If I hadn't been a doctor, I probably would have been a linguist. So. I don't like to throw out things just because I get a little uncomfortable. I try to sit with it a bit and understand what they're trying to get across. Um, and it holds up despite the profanity. Um, okay, Vampire Weekend. 
band from Columbia. Lead is Ezra Koenig. Uh, they came out maybe with an album in maybe 2007 or 8, if I remember correctly. Like super, super Afro beady, but you know, boys that wear polo shirts. And then in 2010, Contra came out. I think the picture on the cover is a girl in a polo shirt with her collar popped. I really love this album. I find it very fun and light. In December, I normally play the first song because it's called Horchata. And actually with some friends on Wednesday night, a friend brought Horchata to our family dinner and I made us listen to the song Horchata and everything felt right with the world. Okay, moving on. We've got the XX, um, British kind of synthy dance pop. Um, it's a bit dark, but then there's some lightness to it. Uh, they really hit the scene maybe around 2009 or 10 is when their self-titled album came out, which is beautiful and sexy. But then in 2012, Coexist, and then 2017, I See You both came out. Um, Say Something Loving on the I See You album. I feel like it should be posted for every person who's ever had a crush or liked anyone and felt afraid to be honest. This song is for you, and if you could send songs to people that you liked and it not be considered weird, um, or maybe would open the door to communication, this would be the one I'd send. Okay, we've got the Arcade Fire, another Canadian band. Um, they have kind of paralleled my own life, I feel. I think we might not be that different in age. And in 2010, the album The Suburbs came out. I was feeling super overwhelmed by how fast life was shifting. Um, I mean, my life wasn't bad by any stretch of the imagination, but I just finished medical school. I had moved to Philadelphia for a job to be an intern and a resident. And these, these songs, like we used to wait, talking about how we used to write letters and, and be analog and take our time, and now how everything is happening so fast. And that was 10 years ago almost now, and I feel that life has sped up even faster, and this resonates with what it means to grow up and also have technology seem to be speeding everything up so much that you can't even catch your breath. Um, also, on the very end of the, song, of the album, there's a song called The Suburbs Continued, which is um, a little ending to strings that if I were to ever marry would be played at a reception because it's just so lush and sounds like a love story. They did Reflector in 2013, um, which was actually um, influenced by Haitian rah-rah music, which is like the festival music um, played during Holy Week <laughs> um, in Haiti. Uh, you know, Catholic country, because French. And um, they also have a lot of mythology in this album. Um, there's a song that I love called It's Never Over, um, referencing Orpheus, you know, who went to the underworld and wasn't supposed to look back at his wife while he carried, you know, had the lantern and had her holding her hand. And she says, like, you can't look back at me, but just keep going. And, of course, we know how that ends. Um, and then Flashbulb Eyes, which is about photography and this idea that people in some places with no access to um, photographs or the technology of camera used to think that if you took a picture of them, you actually took their soul. Um, so there's a lot of playing with mythology and spiritualism. The album is very fun. I feel like it would be something that could be 
played in the background of some imagery of like carnival or something like that. Uh, in the same theme of the Canadians, we have Broken Social Scene. 2017, they did Hug of Thunder, which, two thumbs up. Uh, Halfway Home and Stay Happy are two songs that I really enjoyed from it. At this point, I'm going to take a quick break because I don't want to tire you out. Okay, we are back. Um, who do we have? Sufjan Stevens, who I adore. I did not listen to Carrie and Lowell. I just wasn't in the right frame point in my own life to dive into that. But I did love Age of Ads in 2010, which was influenced by a schizophrenic artist named Royal Robertson. Sufjan's very vulnerable in this album. It's one of um, the more recent ones that is not influenced by state. And there are some songs that really wrestle with the idea of spiritual, of kind of spiritual growth. He's a self-proclaimed Christian, so the uh, wanting to be right, um, wanting to be right with God, wanting to be well, um, wanting to be a better person, uh, how to express love to people well. So Feudal Device is one of the first songs on the album. And then the, the finisher called Impossible Soul, which is really like almost um, symphonic in the way that it that it is done. It's very long and it goes through so, several different steps throughout the song. Um, but I, I enjoyed Age of Ads. It, it, you can tell that it is influenced by a schizophrenic because it is schizophrenic in, its, in the way that it's set up. You go through lots of different uh, emotions, personalities, and feelings throughout the whole album. It's also a little bit more electronic and dancey um, than maybe some of his other works. So uh, I have Spotify and I um, got this, you know, what you've listened to over the last decade. And hilariously, the top musician was Drake. What can I say? Clearly, I love Canadians. Also, Drake started doing music probably right as I ended medical school. So he's had is it four or five albums in the last 10 years? Thank Me Later, Take Care, Nothing Was the Same, Views, and Scorpion, his most recent album. So what can I say? He's really catchy. I mean, we have Hotline Bling. We have, um, what is it, Nice for What? Um, Worst Behavior, Headlines. The motto, I think he raps on the motto. It's him and Kendrick. Uh, I mean, my gosh, there's just so much. So I'm not gonna be mad at it. Drake is fun. I will stand for that, so there we go. Um, in the same vein of hip hop, we have Anderson .Paak, uh, fantastic drummer, virtuoso of pretty much anything that he touches. Uh, albums Malibu and Ventura are awesome. A hat tip to Mac Miller who, bless him, gone too soon, um, who died a couple of years ago. And you, he, he and Anderson were very close. And um, so there's even, I think it's on, not Ventura maybe, maybe Oxnard, the album before Ventura, um, that he does a song pretty much an homage to Mac being gone so, so soon, um, which resonates with me as someone who lost a very close friend way too young, uh, what that has to feel like. Lord came out in the last decade, pure heroine and melodrama, to see her growth as a woman um, from, you know, 
teenager to young woman and her growth in her riding, I hat tip to her. Um, I am obsessed with the Enneagram right now, and Sleeping at Last has a song called Atlas Year One, which is pretty much an album of the Enneagram with a song for each personality. I am a one, and number one song totally resonates, and I burst into tears every time I hear it. To the same end of bursting into tears, there's Imogen Heap, a free-free. 2014, her album Sparks came out every year. On my birthday, I listened to the song The Listening Chair, which is her song of her own life from the first moments she can remember as maybe a toddler or a, ch- or a baby all the way up to present time. All the angst, all the heartache, all of the confusion, um, all of the hopes and dreams. Do I have kids or not? Am I going to get married? All of these things. Um, it's excellent. And if for no other reason, you should listen to The Listening Chair maybe on your birthday. Who else do I have here? Daft Punk, Random Access Memories from 2013, released on my birthday, may we add, May 17th, with um, Pharrell, Get Lucky, one of the best songs out there for dancing, particularly at a party, Um, and Instant Crush, which has Julian Casablancas from The Strokes in it. we have, oh, I love when I can combine people. Chance the Rapper, Chicago, Bon Iver, Wisconsin, Francis and the Lights, General Area. All three excellent, all three friends. Bon Iver does Bon Iver, self-titled album, and an awesome song is Holocene. I think that came out in 2011. Chance the Rapper, Coloring Book comes out. He's a self-proclaimed Christian. He's really awesome. He's super witty with his lines. He makes me very happy. The song's Angels and All We Got, which has some Kanye in it. Fantastic. Francis and the Lights, Farewell Starlight, came out 2016. I have my friend Catherine Lacey to thank for this album, because I didn't even know about him until her. Super fun. Um, We've got Robin, who reappears in 2010 with Body Talk, uh, which was split into one and two. And then Honey, which came out just this last year in 2018. Body Talk... Dancing on My Own is the really popular song, or Call Your Girlfriend. Another fantastic dancing concert that I went to when I lived in Philly. I still think about that night very fondly. Then we've got Jamila Woods, also from Chicago. She released um, an album called Heaven, um, I want to say 2016 maybe. Um, where she, re- she covers Incubus's um, Stellar, and it's fantastic. I wish the song was longer. She also has an album called Legacy, which just came out in the last year or so, named for women, black women, who've been impactful. Nina Simone, um, Nikki Giovanni. Um, I can't remember if Sojourner's on there or if that's Rhapsody, the rapper I'm thinking about, because she also has an album with names of women that are impactful just so much so much soul so much blood and and good energy in it it's so 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 good um I don't want to make you all bored so I'm gonna just tell you some other people you should check out and we're gonna stop because I don't want to go to 30 minutes tv on the radio nine types of light from 2011 Khalid, Free Spirit, which just came out this past year. You should walk around and listen to this in a city. 
Um, we've got Radiohead's 2016 Moon-Shaped Pool. We have Feist, Pleasure in 2017. Like Falling in Love is the song Any Party. That song is excellent. Um, Janelle Monae's Arc Android. Tame Impala, 2015 Currents. I think if you've listened, watched TV, you've heard Let It Happen. Um, Adele, her album 21, for when she was 21 years old. Heavily influenced by Nashville, and because Nashville is my second home, I love this, love this album. Rolling in the Deep is something, of course, I'm sure you've heard. Um, Andrew Bird, My Finest Work Yet. Excellent. Very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Um, he also quotes Psalms. It makes me very happy. Um, Blood Orange. Anything that he has done is excellent. And then Maggie Rogers' album that came out this year. Also, we've got Fantagram, Eyelid Movies, and Miguel, who is like a modern rein, like reincarnation of Prince, Kaleidoscope Dream, and Wild Heart. Um, I'm just going to tell you, he might make you want to fan yourself because it's, it's a lot of... There's a lot of sexual tension there. Um, there we are. And so I think that that is the bulk of what I listened to for the last 10 years. I realized in the last few years, a lot of music I've been listening to has been stuff from before. So apparently they tell you is what happens when you get older. So I'm just going to embrace that. Okay, you all. Let's see here. Well, I hope you all enjoyed my record speed review of the last 10 years of music. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all the things. Um, and if there's an album that you think was really awesome that I might have missed, feel free to write me. If you know how to reach me, you know how to find me. Um, that was redundant. I'm going to stop talking now before I say something else silly. Bye!